one of the cardinals close to the Pope has turned against the Amazon Synod, and presumably against Francis on this issue of reducing the church to ruins in the name of social justice and modernism. That's a pretty significant development, and as you might expect, it's getting little play in the news. LifeSite covered it, but well, because of course they did. But aside from that outlet, the coverage of this story isn't widespread, and that's noteworthy as well. But still, I'll take signs of hope where I can get them. The cardinal in question is one who responded to Archbishop Vigano a year ago, when Vigano was in the practice of releasing long-form written statements about the state of the church. At that time, Cardinal Mark Ouellette responded on behalf of Francis and by accident, and so responding actually confirmed the details of some of the accusations, while attempting to actually dismiss them. That had to be embarrassing for Cardinal Ouellette after the fact. Nonetheless, Ouellette had one time been considered a part of the sort of party of Benedict in Rome, a hermeneutic of continuity type of cardinal. That is until the Francis pontificate, when he clearly became a Francis defender. Ouellette released his written statement via his new book, Friends of the Bridegroom, for a renewed vision of priestly celibacy, which is being published by EWTN. This comes at a time when the Manifesto of Faith documentary by Cardinal Moeller has been released to much applause. Still, it is worth noting that this is a positive sign in itself, that a cardinal close to the Francis is willing to take a stand, any stand really, even if it's kind of mild, against this apostasy unfolding before our eyes. That having been said, I'm not going to count Cardinal Mark Ouellette among the good bishops of the church, and I'm sure most of you won't either, though he may be moving in that direction. If there's anything that will wake up establishment and institutional members of the hierarchy to the threat of the faith that is on display with the synod, it's the denial of Christ at the, as the sole means of salvation. Or maybe it's the open call to commune with nature spirits of the jungle. I don't know. There's a lot in both the Instrumentum Laboris and the predecessor document towards the Amazon synod that both point to heresy, apostasy, and paganization of the Christian faith. Still, having Cardinal Mark Wheelett take a stand is a good sign. LifeSite published two excerpts from his book. No, I'm not going to buy a copy of it. I'd rather not put money into the hands of figures in the hierarchy that I have little trust in. Instead, I'll have to rely on what LifeSite published. In the first statement, he reminds us that Christians are called to be respectful of other cultures, but that to bear fruit our efforts that are both respectful and honor the truth must be in full compliance with the proclamation of the full gospel. That's why they honor the truth. And honor the gospel, it has to be done unadulterated. This should be Christian evangelization but 101, but these days we need to be reminded of that. Quote Cardinal Ouellette, The new paths of the future will bear evangelical fruit if they are consistent with a complete proclamation of the gospel, sine glossa, which sacrifices nothing of the permanent values of the Christian tradition. In this light, seeking new roads for the evangelization of the indigenous in the Amazon means going beyond an approach that would be reduced to proceeding on the basis of Amazonian worldviews in an effort of intercultural synthesis that runs the risk of being artificial and syncretistic. The unicity of Jesus Christ, and to a certain extent, of biblical culture, imposes a dialogue that is respectful of cultures, but clearly oriented to conversion to the mystery of the incarnation of the Word. The transcendent unicity of this eruption of the Word into human history confers upon biblical culture a place apart in the concert of nations, and justifies its being taught to all cultures, for the sake of bringing to them that to which they aspire, and toward which their values and limitations lead, for the purpose of being illuminated and healed by it, taken up beyond themselves. End quote. 
that should largely be uncontroversial, but again, speaking against the Senate in any way requires some measure of courage. In his second statement, Cardinal Willett obviously is calling out the coming German Synod, which is really just Amazon Synod 2.0, but being held in Germany for the German dioceses. And the German bishops have already called for all the heterodox ideas that have been called for in the working documents of the Amazon Synod, including an end to sacred celibacy, women's ordination, and all manner of things, only missing the cosmovision of the pagans. Again, quoting Cardinal Willett, if this reflection on evangelization is valid for the Amazon, a similar reflection holds true for the new evangelization of countries that have long been Christian. If this is confused with a modernization of habits and customs for the sake of making Christianity more acceptable in spite of other negativities in its history, it is doomed to fail, and the people will not be fooled by superficial recipes that are offered to them to keep up their interest in the ecclesiastical institution. The church either proposes the authentic Jesus who is identical with the Christ of faith, or it loses the reason for being of its mission, and the new powers of the media wielded by hostile hands will very soon render it superannuated and superfluous. End quote. Again, that's a that seems like a complicated way of saying, bring people the real Christ and bring, bring the people to the real Christ and not to this adulterated version we see on display. And the church cannot sell out its treasure of faith and tradition in order to merely appease the world. That's almost a shocking claim coming from a member of the Francis hierarchy. But there you have it. It's clear that Willett is disturbed by the attacks on clerical celibacy, and makes such attacks akin to selling the church out to the world. Which it clearly is. The church has done enough pandering to the world, and frankly, it's time to stop. In the past few decades, the church has made a mission of pandering to the world, whether it was with John Paul II's disastrous Assisi conferences, or with the promotion of political causes in papal encyclicals, or the various conferences of Catholic bishops endorsing various secular political causes of the day, like the otherwise useless USCCP does all too often. We even have nuns appearing on music competition television shows singing grotesque pop songs in an effort to pander to the world. That needs to stop. If the world wants anything positive from the Catholic Church, it is for the Church to be Catholic. If anything, the world unknowingly wants a reason to believe, to fall on its knees and to acknowledge the social reign of Christ the King. But to do that, the Church must stop pandering, must stop selling out its traditions and beliefs, and must stop playing nice with the world. I mean, that's what being salt and light means. That's a hard, for, that's a hard truth for many to hear, but it is the truth. In closing, I'm going to quote a fictional pope from a not very good series. Quote, I have no idea what to do with the friendship of the whole wide world. What I want is absolute love and total devotion to God. No truer words were spoken. I hope that similar words enter into the minds of the bishops who will participate in this train wreck starting next week in Rome. What does the church do with the friendship of the world? Do we even remember who the Lord of the world is? While Christ is king of all creation, the Lord of the world is Satan. Remember that. For the next time someone wants to make changes to the church's dogmas, doctrines, disciplines, and traditions to make friends with the world, our call is to change the world by bringing the one figure in all of history who can change the world and bring him to the people of the world. And that person is Jesus Christ. Not a pagan spirit in the jungle, and certainly not by renouncing Christ's kingship by saying that there are other paths to salvation. So credit is to be given where it's due, and Cardinal Mark Ouellette deserves credit for even tepidly reminding the faithful and the Synod Fathers that their call is to defend the faith authentically and not to sell it out. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein.
Ave Maria.